following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Camera time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it? Because no. frustration sets in. Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live from the Star Worldwide Networks Tower. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> Where did that come from? Yeah, won't you? <laughs> Where did that come from? Homer? I don't yeah. know. We're going to have to have a talk with him. I don't know. Get him off the couch. My Lord, that's the last time we use him for a soundbite. <laughs> oh, I want to welcome all of you to the show this morning. It's time for Image Home Improvement Live, as we do every week here at the beautiful, palacious Star Worldwide Network Studios here overlooking downtown Scottsdale. Uh, there you go. There you go. And how you doing this morning? Oh, I'm doing much better. Wow, that was. I actually walked outside, and it was nice out. You know, that didn't burn. Didn't feel like I walked into an oven. Well, it was delicious. But it's a dry heat. But now it's a nice. <laughs> it's a nice. It's a nice cool out there. Well, it's getting better. You know, less people will burn up in the field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, true. I like a garbage truck that caught on fire right in front of me during the week. Really, huh? Yeah, boy, that's dang too. Well, he, oh. and you, why didn't you just jump out and put some angel barrier on it? No, I didn't have any of that with oh, me. But every car should have some angel barrier in it and for emergencies. What's wrong with you? They should have that thing filled with angel barrier. <laughs> I mean, that thing almost, you know, it exploded. Let me a tell you, that bit. could have definitely, if they would have had that product in production yet. You know, if it, if it wasn't production, they could have taken that and put that fire out on that on that uh, that uh, tanker trailer I told you about. Yeah, that, that went up in flames on the on the sixty this week. It would have put it out like in a heartbeat. Yeah, we've got fires popping up all over the place. We just I, I you know, know what? Just, uh, I don't know. But, but boy, yeah. I tell you what, sitting there with that garbage truck on the inside, not the engine or anything, the inside, the guts were burning all garbage in there. That stank. Well, oh, that's tank bad. Well, I bet it did. Ooh. I bet it did. Oh, my God. That's pretty bad. But uh, if you would like to be part of the show today, give us a call at 480-421-0640. 480-421-0640. Also, make sure you check us out at imagehomeimprovementshow.com. Any show that you have missed in the past is archived there with uh, in its entirety, including... The man behind the sneeze guard, Blade. Good morning. How you doing, buddy? I have no idea. Who I that don't know is. who that is. He. I don't know who that is. He. He's just. No, did he? Maybe he didn't have his coffee this morning. Good morning, Blade. No, I. I, I don't know who I am. <laughs> I have no idea who I am. Having identity crisis. That's right. Well, that's every morning. Wait a minute. Dave Pratt always tells me he knows who you are. What's he, wrong with this picture? Well, good for him. Well, I'm glad someone does. <laughs> hey, that's the way he gets his picture. You know. You know. Here's the deal. It, it's like it feels so good outside, like you guys say it does in the morning, and then of course it escalates to 102 in no time flat. But I've forgotten yeah. about this, and that's this: is that a all of a sudden traffic's large. You know, yeah. bigger than it has been, like just like that, because mm, people like to visit this time of year. Yeah, and, and then all the construction guys get out at this time of the year because it's cooler. Now all the construction projects begin. So, you know, stay right, please, stay left, and so you end up going, you know, a mile and a half out of your way to go like ten. You to know, go around mm, the block. Yeah, <laughs> to go around the block to get here to Star Worldwide. Well, absolutely. You, you know, get, that's just you can't how get it is. There from here. Yeah, well, that's right. 
You, you know, like, oh, man. <laughs> and then you yeah. miss a turn. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're yeah, so busy a, cussing about the last one. <laughs> and the one turn you have. <laughs> and you run into orange cones, you know, and because uh, they, they're doing construction stuff. And that's good. That's why the city's so beautiful. Oh, I love always, those things. They make that neat sound when I drive over them. <laughs> thump, 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 thump. Flop, flop, flop. <laughs> Guys, you ran into one of those the other day. I was coming down uh, Indian School and... The traffic had stopped a little bit, and they had the orange cones uh, out into the right lane, and so it bottlenecked out there. And I was like, now what the heck are they doing that for? And then I looked, and the guys were up there cutting the palm trees, you see. And so they were dropping all the dead palm leaves down in one of the uh, lanes. And I said, all right, well, I'll, I'll take the bottleneck if you're going to make our town more beautiful, which they were, so I appreciated that. Yeah, when they get really overfilled underneath and have all that junk in there, all the you know, all the bees and all that other junk in there. In the palm trees, a, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. It just it looks nasty. It does. It looks terrible. And and those things, I went to cut some out of my yard the other day, and they're oh. so sharp. They've got these sharp. It's because that yeah, because they're they're yeah they're hard. That's where they they're sharp. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they have thorns on those things. It's those almost like ones. shark's teeth. They are. You're they're almost, sharp. That's exactly what they look like. You cut with those things. They're so sharp. Hey, Amen. Don't know what to do with those. Well, they words. cut skin real good. Yeah, you know, they do. And watch out. Poke your eye out, too, if you're in there cutting them in your trees going underneath That's them. That's why you never do any work without, like that, without, no, well, you call a professional, yeah, but if you decide to do it yourself, make sure you always have goggles, safety right. goggles on. Very good, Steve. You know, and I got to tell you something, okay? Learn from experience, okay? A lot of times, depending on what you're doing, a regular pair of safety goggles will work just fine. It looks like a big pair of sunglasses, but sometimes... And I've learned this in the past from experience is that if you don't have a pair of goggles on that actually wraps against your skin all the way around, some way, somehow, something's going to get in between your glasses and your face and get in your eye. Yeah. And it doesn't make a difference. And you're like, okay, what do I have to do? So finally, it happened years ago. It happened to me several times. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to go out and get a invest in a good pair of safety goggles. I went out and got a a nice set of DeWalt goggles that actually sealed when you put it on your head, had elastic around your head so it pulled nice and snug, and it sealed the goggles against your face. This way, nothing could get in. The only thing that obviously happens with all kinds of safety goggles is sometimes, depending on what you're doing, is it gets fogged up. Mm. So you got you to gotta stop and you know let it air out, wipe oh, it off or whatever. Yeah, but other yeah. than that, it will keep every little nook and cranny out because I got... Um, I had the uh, never failed. Could be a little piece of drywall dust or a piece of drywall or something that just blew in between your head and the and the goggles. And it's before you know it, it's time to go. It's time to stop at the the eye doctor and have them clean out your eye because the clean the wash didn't do it, and you just can't get it. And it just well, come it, on, it's you a got, pain in the neck. It doesn't do all have those kind of goggles where they have in the, inside windshield wipers. On the inside. He's well, got a I don't kit. know. Maybe yeah. we need to call Skip Adele about that because uh, I don't know. know. He, he knows everything that I've needs to know about all scuba. those DeWalt stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've seen I've seen the, the, the blade that comes across for scuba. Uh, it's got to be on the I've inside, seen, though, you know. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> the fish will just sit there and play with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, you guys are just in another planet today. Skip would know, though. He would. Skip would know. Skip would know. You know, and, and for those of you who missed our show a few weeks ago, when we had Skip Adele on from Catch a Contractor. He actually had the inside scoop, so to speak, on going through um, the DeWalt factory mm-hmm. facility up in, uh, I believe it was Milwaukee, 
I'm not sure, but I think it was Wisconsin. I'm sure it was Wisconsin. And um, saw some unbelievable type tools that are cordless. I mean, you know, talk about the cordless work site. This is, I mean, there's. I can't wait for Christmas to show up and see exactly what's going on over there and uh, see what some of these tools are because, you know, Dan's going to go crazy around Christmas time when it comes to tools. Oh, we yeah. have to bar him. We have to chain him. We have to actually have to put a GPS on his leg to keep him make sure he's away from the tool store over in, the, in Glendale. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, he will yeah, go yeah, in yeah. there and just go nuts. Well, that's fine as long as he gets something for you, Steve, for Christmas. Well, you know, yeah, as long as it's not a pair of antler antler ears for my van, you know, I'll be okay. Or a big bunch of duct tape looking no, like. No, no, that's, you know, we well, don't. That was years ago. He thought he was getting a bottle of wine. That yeah, was, yeah, I thought I was, was getting a, a bottle of wine, I opened it up, and it's like a sleeve of different discolored or, as they say, deplorable duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> what a bummer. Yeah, and it was like, what am I going to do with this stuff? I can't use it. You know, I don't know. I got rid of all of it, but I used it for, like, stuff that, didn't have my name on it because <laughs> it was because like what is this where did this guy get this stuff from you know it's like unbelievable you know you put it on on stuff that's hidden you know in walls and stuff and just accidentally <laughs> fell into a wall and got closed up with foam you know this way it'll be gone it'll be it'll be there for posterity hey aren't those tools that skip talks about aren't they connect can't they're cordless as you say but don't they connect through wi-fi through a network, or is that just the GPS? I think. Well, there is some some of his tools. I believe he said that they were able to track their usage, how much they're being used, so that this way, if you are, if you have somebody in your office, you can actually access them through GPS and know exactly. Like for instance, if you've got a crew out there, and you can actually want to know how much or how long these tools are being used for. Not or how they, little they're being or, or used for. Or how little, exactly, to know if the guys are breaking for coffee, you know, like every 10 minutes. Siesta. Siesta time. Or they take a work break every 10 minutes. Every 10 minutes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Take a work break. Yes, a work break. <laughs> yeah, because they're basically off. See, nothing, you can't even loaf at work anymore. No, That's right. you can't. You, you can't, know, you can't that's even not do fair. that. But you never loaf. You've always got those buttons in front of you. That's right. You I know? know, but those poor construction workers in the heat, they need to loaf. Well, you know, sometimes that heat, you know, you, you got to have some water. And sometimes you got to have a little more compassion for some of the guys that are doing some of this. But I have to tell you, it's if you try and go out and do work in the summertime and you're outside, I don't care if you're, if you're out and working in a house. It's hot no matter what. And yeah. You better make sure you've got water with you. Now it's going to be a little better. You don't even it's it's getting cooler. It's it's except Sunday. They said it was going to be 105. Oh wow. Which is which is a lot better. You know, some people on the other parts of the country are thinking 105. It's going down. Yeah. Yes, it's going down, and it's going to get better as uh, as you know. We were coming into September now. We're God. We're we're halfway through September already. The mm -hmm. monsoon season is basically officially per the calendar is going to be over in two weeks. At least that's what the calendar says. Well, yeah. And then we'll see what happens. We'll see if. Well, like you said, Dan, I think about you all the time because Dan said this on the show one day. You know, this nothing but a bed of learning. That's all the image home improvement is. It's just like when it gets hot, like at 112, 118 degrees, you just drink, drink, drink as much as you can, drink some more, then you're filled, drink some more, and then drink a little bit more until you're just about ready to throw up. And that's when you can do the best you can as far as hydrating yourself. That's right. Isn't that it? Well, Didn't actually, you? it's about the eight to 10 gulp rule. 
The it's eight to what, ten gulp rule. Yeah, that's what they're actually using medically. Is how many gulps would be normal for a human to to hydrate with? It's between eight and ten gulps per. You know, per hour. Okay. Just eight to ten gulps to be able to keep yourself hydrated at our high temperatures, and then as we cool off, you back that off. Very good. Yeah, that's or till you gurgle. <laughs> when, yeah. you turn, when you turn turn sideways and go slosh, yeah. you've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. We're going to cover a lot of good things on the show today. One There's of the a things, monsoon in my stomach. Yeah. I had <laughs> We're going to cover a lot. We've uh, we've got our good friends from Stardust Building Supplies going to be with us here at the bottom of the hour. We're also going to be uh, jumping into the mailbag this week and answering a whole bunch of listener questions from all over the country. And uh, and possibly we may pull yours out. So I want everybody to stay tuned. We've got a lot of things coming your way, whether it be home improvement, whether it be answers to your questions. Maybe you've got questions about your insurance policy for your home after you had heard our show previously with our good friend Brian Molino from Lost Consultants, LLC. You've got some concerns. And if you have a disaster We've got some answers for you, so yeah, don't go away. Yeah, make sure what page 10 says, not just blah, 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 blah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about... Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you can be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, 
I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement live right here on Star Worldwide Networks. And uh, one of the things we want to talk about is some of the questions that we had in our mailbag today. And one of the things, we actually had a question about um, what happens, for instance, if you have a natural disaster at your home, whether it be... What are you laughing about? (laughs) You could have teenagers and have the same thing. That's a natural disaster, yes. Teenagers in your home doing... Definite destruction. No, we're talking about <laughs> either a fire or water damage. Okay, sometimes fire is, you know, will do a whole lot more damage than water. And if you have fire, you get water damage yeah. at the same time. So it's like, it's a, you know, you have to. It's a twofer. It's a twofer. Exactly right. <laughs> so one of the questions that we had from one of our listeners actually was for a second. And this is a very good thing that we need to talk about. I'm going to ask everybody a question first. Okay. So out of all the possessions that you have in your house, okay. And this goes back, Dan knows, we used to talk about this a long time ago, back back in the day in the Paleolithic era uh, of the show. Yeah, but it's evergreen. It's still good stuff. Yeah, it's still good stuff. Okay, do you have an inventory of what's in your house or pictures of what is in each room? I've got pictures. You have pictures you, of everything. You betcha. Okay. You no, bet- I don't. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna use Blade as our guinea pig today. Okay. 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 All right. So listen. So if if that's good. If God forbid, and he didn't even have a soundboard to do. No, that. I had not even a sound effect. That's I know. right. That's right. Yeah. He's been working on that during the week. <laughs> okay. So if um, if you had a uh, a fire in your house, Blade. Okay. Mm. And the insurance company came up and said to you. It was like, say, it was, it was, for the most part, it was completely destroyed, okay? And you want to collect on your personal property you had in your house. The insurance company tells you that you need, inv- you need an inventory. Do you think that they could do that? What do you mean, do they, could they do that? Well, can they ask you for an inventory of what's in your house? I would think they would be able, they should. Yeah, they should be able to do that. That's correct, and that's exactly the answer to the question. If they do ask you for it, they have the right to ask you for an inventory. If you don't, guess what's going to happen? You're going to have a very, very difficult time proving that you own this. And if you make a list of what property you have, not to mention, think about this. I mean, if you've got a large house, do you think that you could sit down there and remember every little thing that you lost in that fire? I don't no. think so. I don't think so. You'd think if Not to important. mention, if you had pictures, if you took pictures of every room and wrote them down and wrote down all the items that are in the picture, okay, whether it be, and then I'm not talking about just say, you know, like, um, you know, whether it be something for your uh, a DVR or so, let's use DVR for an example because most people nowadays do have DVRs. They had that. You don't just write DVR. 
I would sit down and write, you know, the brand name. And if you want really want to get technical, you could go back and say brand name, DVR, and then put the model number next to it. Mm-hmm. And or the, even the serial number if you want to get that technical and that detailed and put it somewhere, in a, make, a, make a hard copy of it and put it somewhere, obviously, that's not within your home, but also have a digital copy of it somewhere safely stored so if, God forbid, something happens that you have a record of what you have in the house, and then you can go back and you could put a dollar value against it when the insurance company comes in because they're going to say, oh, well, he had this. What, what's the value of it? And if you have full replacement coverage, then you should be able to go back and get all all the items that you had. Should you write down the value of it, the dollar value of if it? If you knew how much – well, I don't think if you go back and do everything, like say you went back and did it now, you're not going to remember what you bought three years ago. Right. You know, how much it costs. But they will – but they'll be able to go back and check current market, okay. you know, numbers when they go like, back and try and re – you know, re-put in your, uh, to add up your total to figure mm-hmm. out what each line item is. Mm-hmm. It's like some people have very valuable collector books, first editions of all sorts of things. <clears throat> but if they don't get it appraised, they won't get their value for it. Right. So if they're not keeping that up to date, they're You're throwing, going to take a hit. They'll take a very, besides the fact that that's irreplaceable, they're going to take a hit financially that that's not there. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, wow. So what do you do if you don't have a, a, an inventory? I guess you take a weekend off. Wife, let's sit down and write down everything we've got, right? Yep. That's about right. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've got... that way when you're doing insurance on your house, you're actually getting close to the ballpark of what you really, oh, you know, what it would take to replace everything. Mm-hmm. When you start sitting down thinking about everything from dishes to pots and pans to all, you know, even just, you know, some of the nice, you know, <clears throat> covers on blankets and on chests and stuff. You know, they call them doilies and stuff like that. That stuff gets expensive after a while. Mm-hmm. Replace all your blankets. Replace all of your everyday stuff. That that gets expensive. It does. It all adds up, doesn't it? You know, you can, if I have a fire, God forbid, in my plane, it takes, you know, everything. I mean, that would be terrible, but go ahead and. Burn up my golf clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Burn your golf clubs? Just take Lord them. Take I don't care. I don't know. I never want them I again. I need a better set. No. <laughs> I don't know. Do you, have, do you have that old a set of clubs that they can burn? No, I'm just... You know, they used to have wooden shafts years ago. I have a, I have a couple collector shafts like that. Really? Yes, I do. Oh, wow. I have three three of those old sticks. Wooden wooden, wooden shafts? Yes. In them. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. And wooden heads on them? No, these actually had... The mixed uh, they're wo- actually woods, woods and mixed metal. They were allowing a metal counterbalance at the back end, but that's another show. That's com- <laughs> they're allowing composites. You know, it's true. That's know, true. Back then, but you know, anyway. So that's good stuff. You no, know, so but that's good stuff. Now the other thing too is also okay. One of the, our other listeners actually from Louisiana actually sent in an email and asked about you know because they they get hit with a lot of this hurricane stuff about if uh, the neighbor's tree fell on my fence, does the, homeowner's poli- does the homeowner's policy pay for the damage or does my neighbor's policy do it? That's okay. where you have dueling insurance companies. Well, <laughs> the thing is that, yes, I mean, depending on your insurance policy for your property, 
should cover it, but obviously there are things that, uh, again, if you have a good relationship with your neighbor and you want to talk to them, hey, you know, your tree fell on my property. Look what it did to my fence. Don't forget, that fence is a shared fence. So sometimes you will find that insurance companies will share the cost of Hmm. it equally so that this way you, you uh, you get a quote, you get somebody like, you know, uh, if we were in our area, I would come out and actually do a a quote on replacing the block fence. Or even if it was block, it could have been, you know, it could be any kind of fence, whatever it is, as long as it's damaged, metal, chain link, whatever. Go out and submit it to both insurance companies. And the insurance companies decide on, okay, who's, who's going to pay what? They split it. Maybe the homeowner uh, whose uh, tree fell, they might take more responsibility. And I've even had... I've even seen people somewhere down the road. And this is strange where you get the – sometimes the insurance companies don't even talk where you could give somebody a bid, then both homeowners take it to the insurance companies, and each homeowner or uh, insurance company pays for it. So the homeowner actually winds up making money on this. That's if they don't talk. I've seen that happen before, which I don't understand why they wouldn't talk because if they're related – and their neighbors, and um, it, it's just like if a car crashes into you, right? You want the other person's insurance information because mm-hmm. guess what? You're going to ask them to pay for it. So I don't understand why the insurance companies wouldn't talk to each other, but you know things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, so well, you, ultimately, you don't want to have to contact your insurance company, right, or claim anything because that you don't want to give them an excuse to drop you. You know, if the well, yeah, you know that's true, and and then it goes against what your deductible is. If your deductible is, you know, a high deductible, and the fence maybe is equal to it, it doesn't pay to even submit it because you got to pay the deductible anyway. And then you have a clue report. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, case in point, you know, out at the compound several years ago when we first moved in, the um, we had. Some of the fencing that we put up for the gate fencing, I we actually had wood slats in there. Okay, so the sometimes during monsoon season, the wind is was so strong coming from the west to the east. Okay, that my swing gate that allows me to drive into my part of my property where I have my detached garage, actually, what it did was the wind blew so hard against the fence it actually buckled the arm and pulled out one of the anchors from the motor out of the pad and it was it literally looked like a a little you know side detour in the road so then i had to go back and take all the slats back out fix the fence but guess what i still had a deductible that i had to pay for cuz i did put it through the insurance company because it was it was to be able to go back and replace the gate was not a cheap was mm-hmm. wasn't cheap no. but when i went back and replaced it I made it out of th- I made it out of bigger tubular steel. Yeah. But without the slats, the wind passes through it. And who would have known? You know, we moved in there. We didn't know. We put that in there for privacy, so that this way people can't look in from the street and see what's in the the back part of the yard. But you know, the way the wind is, sometimes you just you can't do it. The wind is that strong. Some people understand. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, if you've lived in any area that has had really severe windstorms like during hurricanes or monsoon season, stuff like that, like we experience here, it gets to be so bad, it's just, it. the pressure against that fence was just so much. I mean, it 
think about it. It pulled an anchor out, one of the anchors that held the motor down to the pad that operated the gate. And they called that a microburst. A what? A microburst. Yeah, it was a microburst. That had to be a microburst. There's no other way. It pushed so hard against that gate that every that the it bent. It bent. So but hey, such is life. Insurance questions about water and fire from Louisiana. Yes, you know, so those are those are things that uh you know you've got you've got to be able to know. And again, it just goes back to checking your policy. You know, it goes back to checking your policy to make sure that in the event of, you know, what if, what if this happens? What if this happens? You know, that to make sure that, you know, don't forget a lot of times, you know, the, when you have, for instance, Dan, you've seen this when you've gone out, done inspections after, after water damage, like a flood. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Flo- mm-hmm. Floods, floods could do a lot of different damage depending. And if you have a basement, you've got to oh. make sure oh. that you check your policy to make sure that if a flood does come, you better make sure that you have flood insurance because if you don't, you're not going to get replaced replacements. All you end up with it will be a mildewy, nasty mess. Yes, and for the sure. four-letter word, ultimately. Yes, yes. The four, that ugly four-letter word, That's mold. Right, mold. That's right. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk to our good friends from Stardust Building Supplies and more of your FAQs, as they say, from the mailbag here at Image Home Improvement Live. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric, a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480 480- You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies, three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Sometimes the smallest things can make the biggest difference. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. When we come back, we'll talk about giving your kitchen an impressive facelift on a shoestring budget right after this. Beautify your outdoor living spaces with Pavestone's elegant collection of pavers, retaining walls, patio stones, and edging. Pavestone's easy do-it-yourself products have a unique way of transforming landscapes into beautiful dreamscapes. Discover how you can enhance your outdoor living spaces with attractive and durable interlocking patio stones, driveway pavers, steps, retaining walls, pathway edging, fire pits, and planters by visiting pavestone.com. Kitchen remodeling is still one of the most popular home improvement projects, and it's also one of the most expensive. You may not be able to afford to start from scratch, but there are several low-cost changes you can make to breathe new life into your kitchen without breaking the bank. 
If you're willing to provide a little elbow grease, a fresh coat of paint can make a world of difference. For a little jazz, paint the top cabinets a little different, but a complementary color to the bottom. New door and drawer hardware creates a noticeable accent, and the variety of knobs and pulls that are available can fit almost any budget. Now, don't forget about the inside of the cabinets. You can install rollout trays, organizers, and the even new shelf liner that can make a huge impact. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, I'm John Weisbart, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing. The tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs and left unattended. Those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here in uh, the beautiful Palacious Studios <laughs> on the sixth floor of the uh, Star Worldwide Network Towers, as they say. Yep. Over here in beautiful, overlooking, beautiful downtown Scottsdale. And, you know, one of the things, Dan, we didn't talk about recently also, the the beautiful, and, and I say this, you know, with... I've, you know, obviously grown to love this. You know, the building that we that grew up across the street that we said probably should belong in Florida with the flamingos with attached the, to it. Where yeah. the hell are my flamingos? <laughs> you know, no, but actually, you know, it's 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 uh, it's become the green centerpiece of Camelback Road, right across. You know, when you look across the street, it's it, you know, it's got some it's got some good points now. Except I really wish they would just do away with the orange balconies. Just oh, yeah. doesn't make you it. You don't for like me. that safety rail, huh? No, that safety. <laughs> well, well, yeah, maybe. Well, you know, come to think of it, orange may not be a bad warning. It's like a warning if you're like lit up at night after a party, That's you know. Right. And then maybe you'll see the orange instead. If it was painted black, you may not know the railings there and just think and just you know fall off the railing. Could you imagine being inside the unit with that bright orange? Having sunshine on it into your. That's unit? why you have good dark window dressings. So you keep it covered. <laughs> All right. We want to get to our guest today, uh, Jason Carlisle from Stardust Building Supplies. Good morning, Jason. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? I this have morning? no idea. Who <laughs> uh, yeah, tell Homer to go away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jason, thank you so much for joining us this morning. And Jason is with the deconstruction team. Jason, tell us, uh, tell us what's new and exciting. What's been happening over at the deconstruction side of Stardust. I know you guys are seem to always be busy. Absolutely. We've been moving right along. We've been doing about four kitchens a day, Monday through Friday, between two trucks. Um, things have been going really good. we got a lot of big jobs coming up in the near future. So any need for cabinetry, lights, doors, windows, toilets, accessories, oh, anything in between, we are getting trucks full of on a daily basis. Well, I think that's that's probably one of the reasons that you're really thankful that you grew into that bigger facility over in Mesa. Absolutely. It helps a lot with our expansion that we've had there. We have about twice the showroom floor that we had six months ago. So, I mean, it's uh, definitely an increase in size and an increase in the amount of product that we have in our location there. That's true. And so, you know, one of the things that I always told everybody, you know, they're amazed, you know, when, when we do remodel work and we could schedule 
have you your team come in and do a deconstruction at one of our remodel sites is that you you're coming you're so professional and you could you, I've seen you guys really deconstruct a kitchen at light speed and I and I mean that all sincerely because within within a few hours the kitchen's gone it's loaded in the truck everything is all clean ready to go and the homeowner just can't believe that their kitchen was taken apart in so little time. Absolutely. And that's a day-to-day basis that we try to upkeep is that uh, professionalism. You know, I tell a customer when we get there, they ask how long it's going to take. Tell them about an hour and a half, two hours tops. And if it's a normal 15-piece kitchen set, anything below that, we can get out of there within an hour, basically. So, I mean, it's uh, very painless, very simple, very clean. Everything just comes right off the walls and apart from each other. And we load it right into our truck, and we are gone, usually within two hours. How many of those can you do a day? Uh, we do about two a day, two or three a day right now. Um, with depending on the size of the kitchen and an eight-hour fix, you know, we could probably get four done a day, depending on the size of them. But typically, our normal days, we do about two a day. Oh, that's, it's pretty good. Now, for all our new listeners, Stardust Building Supplies actually has – Three locations, one in Glendale at 5150 West Northern Avenue, one in Mesa at 1720 West Broadway Road, and then also one in uh, North Phoenix at 3901 East Thunderbird Road. And for those of you who want to know and check them out, they are open on Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Sunday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. So if you have any type of material that you think that you would like to recycle instead of throw it away and wait for the trash company to pick it up and put it in a landfill. If you are green conscious, I encourage all of you to check out Stardust Building Supplies. They've been one of the great sponsors on our show for many years now. And anytime we go in and do a remodel project uh, for anyone, we always try and make sure that we can donate anything and everything at all possible. Now, Carl, um, Jason, it's not uh, just cabinets that we're talking about. We're talking about appliances and pretty much a, a lot of other home-related items. What are the home re- other related items have you picked up when you've done um, deconstruction? Oh, we take doors, we take windows, uh, shower doors, toilets, pool fence is a great one, pool equipment from the backyard. We take in air conditioner units with the air handlers. We pull those out of the house. We uh, take in furniture. We've taken an elevator out of the house before. I mean, we if there's a possibility for it to be reused and it can be set aside for us, that's what we do. Okay. And it's not just a question of um, just putting it back in the store. Some of this stuff could be can be used to help some uh, homeowners who actually for are low-income families. Because that's actually how we got how we got acquainted with Stardust many years ago when you were doing your Angels on Call program. Right, the Angels on Call pro- program has uh, we we're not running it currently right now, but the amount of other nonprofits that we impact and we help throughout the valley, we are definitely outreaching towards our public, and there's a lot of uh, help that we're trying to do out there with the product in hand still. So definitely, it's a it's a turnaround situation. Our goal is just to recycle it through our community rather than letting it go to the wayside. Hey, what's the most difficult thing you could 
deconstruct? There's got to be one thing that sticks out out of all the deconstructing you've done in your career. Tile countertops and granite countertops. They never cease to give us a hard time. Granite <laughs> is a, a tough one because, uh, you know, half the time it comes right up. The other half the time you're chiseling it up piece by piece trying to break it into small pieces to get it out. And mm-hmm. tile has to make a mess no matter what. So those are the two things that uh, I would say give us a hard time. Yep. Yeah, I mean, granite is always a little bit um, iffy to try and get up because, you know, one of the things that, you know, when we try and remove them, obviously, because you want to get them off without damaging the cabinet. People think, well, you know, it's they sometimes they think it's just like Formica tops. Well, not really, because Formica tops you could glue down, and the granite is actually glued down, but you just can't break the glue bond joint between them so you'd have to actually go put screws in underneath drive screws up underneath the sub the sub uh, base and then to obviously to get as enough under there and all of a sudden you'll hear like a couple of pops where it just lets go then you've got a decent chance of getting some of that apart absolutely yeah. and that's that's hoping on the chance that they use actual plywood underneath there instead of mdf or a particle board which where when you put those screws in, it just shreds it, and then you're kind of stuck at square one again. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. There's many ways routes to go about it, but I think uh, it's still it's a worthy thing to try to get out. We get good sizable pieces, even if it doesn't come out in a whole piece. We get big enough sizes to where they can be remanufactured, cut down, cut sinks in them for vanities. You name it. So I mean, there's still a good lot of good reuse in granite. That's great, Jason. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Well, always love to have you guys on, and we'll always be uh, sending out all that other information. If you need more information, make sure you go to Stardust. Um, so excuse me, StardustBuilding.org, and check out their website. Have a good, great day, Jason. We'll talk to you soon. You too, Steve. Thank you very much. You guys have a great day. All right. Jason Carlisle from Stardust Building Supplies, and we'll be right back. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate. 602-799-9619 or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Monsoon season has passed, but the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today, 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com. This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. S-O-S-P, someone help me. It's not 
messed up the Alright, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live, and we just want to say thank you to Jason Carlisle for uh, calling in today from Stardust Building Supplies. They are a fabulous company, and uh, I'm honored to be able to have them as sponsors on the show, as well as uh, support all the stuff that we do uh, from the remodeling side when it comes to, you know, we've given them appliances, uh, lots of cabinetry over the years, uh, any other thing, like they say, dishwashers, washers. And you got to have to remember one thing, though. They don't take everything if it's too old. Like, for instance, your kitchen cabinets, 20 years old, that's the limit. If it's older than 20 years old, they will not take it. And, of course, it has, still has to be in good shape. If it is 10, 15, 18 years old, it's got to be in good shape to be able to go back and... and uh, take it out so there are a couple of questions that you need to have answered before they actually will schedule a pickup for you and a deconstruction and also no moisture or mold damage please yes please we see enough of that Uh uh-oh it might be time it's called stump the contractor with 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 your board op blade (laughs) (laughs) well it's an email from philip in tucson Uh uh-huh and and just hired a brand new contractor, and the contractor right out of his mouth said, I'll need all the money up front. So it's obvious that you have to give them some money. That's what true. is ideal, Philip asks. Well, it depends on, for instance, the project. Most of the time, if it's a smaller project, like, like for instance, if it's, uh, let's say if it's a repainting project, in, maybe it's an interior or exterior, okay? It's not uncustomary to ask for 50% down and 50% upon completion because that will cover, the 50% down will cover um, pretty much on an interior paint, it'll cover all the paint that you need, all the material-wise, and then plus a little bit of the labor. And then once it's all done and you do a walkthrough and it's, to your complete satisfaction, then you could pay the balance of it. Now, if it's like, for instance, if a kitchen or bathroom remodel project, that's a little bit different story because you've got to deal with ordering all the materials, but there are certain plateaus along the way that you should have to make payments. So you don't just, and you never, ever, 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 Give them all the money up front. I don't care who it is. No, always have a reserve. As they you know, because you, you have to have, even though you may trust the person that you're hiring to come into your home, it doesn't mean that you should just, you know, open your checkbook and just give them everything that you have. Just okay? one big You have check. to have, you know, like the old Ronald Reagan uh, saying, you know, trust and verify. Okay? So you can trust them, but you got to verify What's going on? So as they do certain work, so say, for instance, you're doing a bathroom remodel and you do demo, okay? You go back and you do demo and then you go back and then, for instance, like rough-in plumbing, cabinet installation, um, granite countertop uh, purchase and or installation, depending on how you want to work your installment, okay? As you make these plateaus and have that work completed, Therefore, that's when you should have payment, uh, installment payments for uh, a schedule. Good. This way, and especially if it's something that's permitted, okay? If it's something that's permitted, definitely at the point of 
your different permit inspections. Say you're doing a room addition and you've got, you know, uh, all these different uh, areas that go into building something onto your home. Well, every time you call out an inspector to have an inspection done before you can move on to the next phase, that should be an installment. And that can all be worked out depending on the total amount of your project. Philip also asks if he's responsible for the backhoe rental and other materials. No. All of that should be part of what's in the contract originally. His supplier. Well, if the contractor comes in and says he's going to do all of that, but he's going to need this specific equipment, okay, that should be part of his quote. That shouldn't have to go. You, it's why would okay? Say for instance, I walked into say I walked in. I was going to do some excavation on the side of your house that had to do with plumb, we'll say plumbing changes. Okay, why why would I want to go in if I am a general contractor providing a service from beginning to end? Why would I want to go back in and say okay? You you have I need this to complete my part of the job, but you're responsible for it. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense at mm-hmm. all. I mean, if that case, now you're trying to drive the homeowner to actually thinking about, well, maybe I could do this myself, which is is kind of scary based mm-hmm. on what you know what he's he's describing here. So again, thinking about it logically and using your head is important about it because if he comes in and says that, why would he want to have someone else come in and do this just so that he could facilitate his work, something fishy there. Something's not, something's not right. So I would, I be honest with you. I would go look, I would go look for another contractor. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. just down the road. There you go. All right. Walter in Monroe. You have a lot of listeners seems to me in Louisiana. Well, you know, we've got some good connections in, in, uh, in that part of the country. His contractor he says that his contractor always utters this out of his mouth. I don't need to pull a permit. Well, well, we've talked be, about that. That could be that could be scary in a lot of different ways. Okay, first of all, um, to pull a permit, you need some kind of plans because you can't just walk into the walk into your local uh, contract you know contractor office like here in Arizona and uh, down to city hall and just walk in and say, hey, "I need a permit to do this." You know the you know, reroute plumbing or do something else or do a room addition. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because down the road, you got to remember it has to be, it has to be on record. It has to be on record that it was done correctly in past. Cause you've ever decided to sell your house. You're going to be in deep trouble. You could be, if you don't get, if you don't go back in and do it, you know, now don't forget, not saying that the new homeowner might come in and say, well, this looks really good. I like this, you know, um, and as long as the home, the original homeowner says, well, you know, who knows? Maybe the homeowner decided, well, we did this, but here's the pictures of what we did. And it may very well, you know, meet all the specs to be able to do it. But then on the other hand, too, there's no real record of it. So when See, the, the ho- new part. homeowner buys a home that has something that maybe was unpermitted, like an addition or something on your house, then like, for instance, remember the about a year and a half ago, we did that uh, fire restoration of a garage that got burnt, and it was actually an unpermitted garage addition to the home because the setbacks weren't right. Um, it didn't have enough clearance between the property line and the wall of the garage. It didn't have enough clearance between 
the electrical panel and the building next to it. You're supposed to have a minimum of 36 inches, three feet. It didn't have that. And your people got real lucky because of yeah, what can happen if it's not a permitted and completed structure. They're recognized by the city. And the square footage is not recognized, nor the improvements are recognized. The insurance company doesn't have to pay a dime. Well, yeah, that could be. Yeah. Certain, don't in t- certain inst- instances, if you don't have that square footage recognized by county records, yeah, they'll tax you for it. But the other thing is, will you get your insurance money if something happens to it? Is that why people don't pull permits or don't get those things permitted? Because they don't want the tax assessor to know about it. Well, when you add stuff onto a home, like Dan had, remember that one project, Dan, you had that actually had uh, said there was a pool there? And they were probably paying on it, but yeah. there was really no pool there at all. There or, was none. or if it was, it was filled in, and you couldn't tell. It was only a two-year-old house. They couldn't have filled it in that fast. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think so, huh? No. But that just seemed, or it could, you know, on the other hand, too, you know, it could be. Um, it was one of those things that they did per development, pulled all these permits for pools right. on every one of them. Yeah, and then they, they never, never put did. them they in. They never did. Yeah, that's true. And so, then people get hit for the pool on the house. Hey, can I ask you this, Dan, as an inspector extraordinary that you are? The contractor never has to answer to you, does he? It's only the homeowner. Isn't that right? Well, he he technically, he's only the messenger. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, for instance, if somebody did something wrong or something like that, or you go back to a home builder and say, hey, you know. Uh, we have questions about. We have, yeah. We, if Dan could actually raise questions of stuff. That's why he goes out sometimes and actually does home inspections in the course of a home being built as a third party. So mm-hmm. this way he can go back in and, and give any assessment and viewpoint of what he sees doing. And then at least if, if there is something being done wrong, that adjustments could be made before walls are closed up. Or if they don't adjust and make them right and there's a problem later, my client has the documentation to go after them later. Right. You know, you know. But, but that's where I say your client has to do it. You don't do that. You don't go after the naughty, naughty contractors that... No, I just, you know, it's I make sure people are well informed of what they're getting. Yeah. And if they don't uh, take things forward from there, I can only hand them the glass of water. I can't make them drink it. Mm-hmm. Why not? <laughs> they may be full by now. Isn't that, wait, or go, go to break look, here look, in a minute. Look, 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 look. <laughs> go to break here in a minute. But this this phrase, unforeseen problems, yes, that the contractor un- could. We're going to talk about that, I guess. Yeah, unforeseen, uh, unforeseen problems. Well, you know, these are or or you know, concealed concealed damage or concealed. Yeah. obviously uh, construct. Well, we find a lot of times when we raise ceilings and we take soffits out. You, there's stuff that you can't tell what's inside the soffit. However, as I said, when I go in and, and I'm doing an assessment, a walkthrough an inspection with the homeowner because they want to do they want to do something like that, I let them know up front. I said, there's going to be things we're going to find in that soffit that we're going to have to deal with if we're going to take, the, take those out mm-hmm. because of the way the homes were built. Then when they build homes and their soffits coming in, they don't just – pull wires over the top and never uh-huh. go through the soffit. They just drop them down. They put it because that's the way the house is built. And it's not that it's wrong. It's just that it's an issue you have to deal with when you're doing a remodel. So a lot of times you actually will have to go back and, you know, reroute and run new lines because the lines are too short now between places. So you, there's just no way around that. What's a soffit? A soffit. Okay, soffit is like, a, a for instance, if you have... 
uh, an older home that has air conditioning ductwork that's actually lo- like running along the line of the wall that's lower than the actual, say you have eight-foot ceilings. Now all of a sudden you've got another foot drop down, maybe about two feet off the wall, about a foot down, and the air conditioning ductwork's in there. That's a soffit. Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. the ductwork is in, that's a soffit. I see. A lot of people like to take those out because those were built long before they had flex duct and be able to put flex duct up in the attic areas of your home. So you could literally, if you want to get it, a lot of times in the kitchens, it beca- because the kitchen in a lot of homes becomes the almost like the intersection of a lot of different ductwork. So therefore, they try and design it so like, for instance, they build this ductworks maybe on one side with the air conditioning in, and then they just square it off and do a recessed lighting. You remember how you used to have those plastic panels in the middle of your kitchen? Or the dome kit. Or the dome kit. You know, I, years ago, I oh. You used to do a lot of those dome kits years ago. Oh, yeah. They were oh, my popular. God. Those were popular. And then the special one with the uh, ceiling <laughs> fan in it. Ceiling fan, yes, absolutely. And the ceiling fan in your kitchen will actually blow your food all over the place. <laughs> it's exactly what happens. It's just, you know, so it's uh, it, it's pretty it's pretty interesting. But then they got away from that, and then now it's just a question of, hey, let's just raise the ceiling. That's right. And let's and Because as long as you don't have a second story above it, you can do that because then it's easy to do ductwork changes, you know, and make it make it uh, just a be- a better way to well, see how I reported as an inspector. Those are hard duct type of distribution for the homes versus flex duct. And uh, here in Arizona, we're supposed to be able to know the difference. You walk into a house and you look up in the attic and you look around the house and you see whether you've got the flexi duct or the hard duct serving the house to keep it cool. Yeah, absolutely. So it's change order, is that a big thing? No, it's not a big thing. It's just that it's it's part of the documentation process because if there is a change order that needs to be done, you need to make sure that as from a contractor standpoint, you actually have to have um, documentation that, yes, you are doing this, okay? And also, if it's a change order, you need to have approval because change orders cost money. And all change orders... When they are approved, they need to be paid for immediately. Oh wow! Not that, not, not that you know it gets added onto the total at that very end. Because guess what? Down the road, you run into some homeowners that, well, I didn't approve that, or I didn't know how much it was going to cost. No, the change order will actually have the amount of the change order and a place for the homeowner to sign for it, and those change orders get paid immediately upon receipt. Upon receipt. So this way, you could move forward. And uh, nobody's guessing, you know, and there's no confusion. Right, and communication right. is always, I can't tell you how important communication is in the process of doing a remodel because sometimes certain things get lost, things are moving so fast, and before you know it, when it starts to slow down and you catch up, I mean, you're like, you're like, oh, my God. Everybody gets brain damage. Everybody gets brain damage, <laughs> both sides, not just the homeowner. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go away. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Are you tired of the runaround from your heating and air conditioning company? Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, and I'd like to tell you about a company I respect and trust, the pros at Quality Systems Air Conditioning and Refrigeration. They are the Valley's premier heating and air conditioning service company. Each and every professional at Quality Systems goes through a stringent training process of continuing industry education. 
Larry Thompson, the owner of Quality Systems, and his staff exemplify the meaning of integrity and honesty. Quality Systems is a licensed, bonded, and insured company for your protection. When I have a heating and air conditioning need, I call the pros at Quality Systems. Why wait? Call the pros at Quality Systems right now, 480-247-7654, or find them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to do your tile work? Let me make the choice a simple one for you. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone. Whether it's a residential or commercial project, AZ High Tech Tile and Stone are the experts in kitchen countertop backsplashes, floor tile and shower walls, and anything while using materials such as granite, tile, travertine, porcelain, and much, much more. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone will come to your home and provide you with a free estimate. We are members of the NTCA, CTIOA, and Certified CTC. Ceramic Tile Consultant. AZ High Tech Tile and Stone is a value trade partner for all image home improvement kitchen and bathroom makeovers. Give them a call today for your free estimate, 602-799-9619, or find them on the web at azhightechtileandstonellc.com. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double White Network. The following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. Space, the final frontier. These are the stories of Image Home Improvement Live. It's ongoing mission to explore strange new homes, to seek out new solutions for today's homeowner, to boldly build where no one has built before. All right, we are back. We are back, and you are listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here in a beautiful downtown Scottsdale. At, yep. the, at the Star Worldwide Network studios, and um, you know, actually, you know, you know, Blade. One of the things that we need to talk about, you know, Star Worldwide Networks is just getting, you know, a lot of accolades and growing in leaps and bounds. And you know, I think, I think I'm going to talk to Dave. I came up with an idea. You know, there's such a great Uh-oh. entrance Uh-oh. way. You ready for this? Okay, Uh-oh. Dave. Dave, I know. I there's know you're going. Dave, I know you're going to be working out and listening to my show this weekend. But I want you to think about this because I know this is going to be a great, great thing. Then I know you will jump on this idea with me. Okay, huh. at the <laughs> Dan's going to choke on his muffin. Okay, are you ready for this? Okay, at the you know how we at the front of this the the building has those two entrance ways. Okay. In the middle, it's a lot of concrete out there. Why don't we make our Star Worldwide Network's Hall of Fame right on the concrete? And we'll have the very first star, much like the Hollywood Walk, we'll have the star and we'll have Dave Pratt star right in the concrete. And as years go by, 
will add some of the star hosts from the from the network, and they'll have their own star right in the concrete walkway of Star Worldwide Networks right to the entrance of the building. <laughs> much like much like everybody else has all those stars in Hollywood. Why not Dave Pratt Live? Dave's Dave's been I loved I refer to him as the uh, Arizona's radio legend. I mean, why not? He should have a star right in front of the building. As a show host or as Dave Pratt? As Dave Pratt. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dave Pratt, I mean, that, that word, it says a lot. When you talk about Dave Pratt here, everybody has such memories of, of him throughout the years yeah. being on radio and doing what he's done. I mean, now, you know, doing television, you know, with his show and stuff. I mean, he's just pulling in. Okay, and so we add stars. So we'll put stars in the... Con- I, can, I can facilitate this. I'm the contractor. So we'll demo <laughs> some concrete and we'll start getting like gold stars, just like out in Hollywood. Okay? That are fully Im- in, in, embroidered... Not embroidered. Embossed. Embossed. And, you know, Dave Pratt, you know, whatever, you know, we'll mimic the this, this stuff in Hollywood, but we'll have it right here and Dave will be at the top of the list because obviously he's... Okay, the, that would be the first star. That okay. would be the first star. Now, who would be the second star? Uh, that's up to Dave. I was so waiting for you to say Image Home Improvement well, would be the no, second see, star. I'm not going to... I'm not going to let my ego... Not, <laughs> I'm not going to let my ego get in the way here. I just came up with the idea. Now, if Dave wants to turn around and say, well, Steve... We're going to give you a star right below mine. Maybe he'll, you know, I know what he'll do. He'll, all the show hosts, they'll put them, like, I'm right next to Dave on the on the Star Worldwide Networks mm-hmm. page. Well, I'll, he'll just put me right next to him. That'd be cool. Well, where does Hayden go? Well, minor orbit. Well, that's like the gold, a, a bronze. Minor, a minor no, that's the gold, the, bronze, silver. A satellite over no, no, there. No, no, The satellite over by the flower bed. That's... <laughs> Where they used to have the animal farm. <laughs> oh, that was too funny. No, that's the gold, gold, bronze, and silver. Yeah. You know, this way, you know, he could have a silver. He could have a silver, uh, silver star. I'll take a planetoid over by the planters. <laughs> he just wants to go by the planters. Give me a break. So what do you think? That's a pretty good idea. You like that, Dave? Dave, you think about that. Let's talk about that next week. I'll, we'll make time. I'll come down to the studio after you do your show. And we'll talk about that. We'll go down and map it out. Uh, but I think that would be—I think that would be a great idea. The big idea. question is: is getting the uh, management people from the building? No, it should be. No, and that. it should be pretty easy because Dave is part of the Arizona Broadcasters Hall of Fame. So why not have a star right in front of the building of the broad these the beautiful yeah, palatial studios? Yeah, who could turn studios? that down? You know, who could turn that down? At the big bank downstairs, you the, know. And I, and I wonder how Amtrust could. Yeah, Amtrust could sponsor the. Sponsor this. They could the, yeah. the construction work. I like that. I like that. So idea. they'd have to have their logo on every star, as you understand. I'm sure that's no, what they, they got do. this sign on the building. They don't need anything <laughs> on the star. <laughs> you talk to them and see what they say. Yeah, okay. you know. <laughs> we'll that, do it, but we want Amtra on the bottom of every single name. I Dave think, Pratt Live Star Hall of Fame. Think so you Am- end up getting banked in this deal. Yeah, well, yeah that's a four letter word. I okay, think whatever. that. I think that's a fab. I, you know, I've come up with some really good ideas over the years, <laughs> but that one has just got to be <laughs> going right the to the best. top. That just hey, you know, if, if you don't dream and aim big, you never get anywhere. That's right. Because the worst they could tell you, Blade, is what. No. 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 I mean, so you got to try. That's right. You got to try. Always right. thinking. Always thinking. All right. So enough of the design work for the Star yeah. Worldwide Network Studios. So this guy, Chip in Flagstaff, he wrote in, and, and, and he says he thinks he's getting hoaxed because uh, he keeps getting 
his uh, contractor saying things like, I've got extra materials I can sell you. And he mentions no. his driveway. Like, driveway paving companies do that sometimes. No, no, no. No, not, well, no, not really, because you think about it, okay, if, if first of all, that's, I think, I think you're right. I think it's hokey. Yeah. I, it really is, because think about this, okay? If you have, let's just go on the premise that he has extra materials, Okay. I mean, it's like the guy with a jacket. He opens up his jacket, and he's got 16 different types of watches. No, <laughs> here's, the, here's the big thing right off the block. I get a watch for every hour in the world. He, he, he can, he's so misfigured what his material needs with it on last job were. He's behind there, so he's got to sell it to make it up someplace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he so- did such a bad job of calculating how much materials he needed. He needs to sell some off to break even somewhere. But, but the thing is, even if that's the case and say he overestimated and he's got more material, why, why would you even think of doing that? If you quote the job originally and you've got materials from another job that's going to be applied towards the new job, that means that's that much less you have to buy for the other job. So you quote him regularly, you use the material up, and everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. But you charge the next job full, full, full bore. For those materials. Well, see, but I, I don't understand that question, though. If it would, Why would he want to tell him that, well, I'll do your job for less? I mean, unless, of course, he wants to get rid of them. Why doesn't he just give the homeowner, you know, a break or, or, or you know, a 5% markdown or something, you know? Or it's hot. Or it's hot. Now, that's a very well, good point. What the guy's saying is that um, driveway paving company guy pulled up. And said, look, I've got all this extra concrete and asphalt, you know, because he overordered, I suppose, for the job before, just like Dan was right. saying. So he said, I'll give you all this for a cheap price. And before you know, it, guys, he's got a he's offering a brand new driveway. But, you know, but but Dan is right. You don't know if this stuff is stolen or not. That's right. That's you exactly know, right. That's yeah. why when you see people standing on the corner, hey, I got these great speakers, you know, or these guys the driving around. You know how many times I've gotten approached at, at a Home Depot parking lot or a Lowe's parking lot? where the guys are driving through the parking lot and, hey, I got this or I got that. I'm like, you know, and uh, are you interested? I'll sell you this for... No. No, I don't know if that stuff's stolen. So never do that, right? Never, ever buy anything from anybody who's riding around a parking lot and saying, I have this for sale. I'll give it to you for a really good price. And you're, you're asking for trouble. You don't know where this stuff came from, you know, and again... Use your head. Don't, you know, don't just go think about it. Well, you know, yeah, that's really good. I could use it. I might need it, but do I really want it? Here's the other problem with that stuff. It may be substandard. It may not have been like the asphalt. It may Mm -hmm. have been a bad mix batch. Or if they're trying to sell drywall, is it that Chinese drywall that nobody wants? Oh, most honorable Chinese drywall, which is yes. not good for yes. not good for walls here in America. Yes, with copper, no. copper and sulfur, no, no mix. No, it's not good. <laughs> See, again, and plus when they leave, when they leave the the parking lot, and you're gone, they got your money. You got whatever that you you bought from them. You'll never see it, them again. You'll never see them again. Suppose there's something wrong with it. It's like, for instance, That's okay, they're I mean. going to sell you speakers. Okay, how do you know? How do you know those that they, those speakers work? You can't test them. You got no. You've got no 
where to go back on it in case they don't work. What are you going to do? You going to go deeper into the? Do uh, you want to take and say blow three hundred bucks on a set of speakers that for, don't work? Yeah, that don't work. That you can't. And then they got your money, and they know that your money works. Yeah. Well, but the, the speakers may not work. The bottom line is, you never hire a contractor on the spot. Right. 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 You never do that. You've got to do it. You've got to do due diligence. Make sure that they have the proper credentials. Make sure you ask for testimonials. Make sure you ask for to make sure they're uh, licensed, bonded, insured, so that this way you have you have recourse. Or you open up that drywall, that big stack of drywall. They put the two good pieces on bottom and top, and then you start going using it, and you get into it. It's water damaged and molded. Well, I have seen stacks of water water damaged uh, drywall. Sitting on trucks going, you know, low price, come by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, that's you got to be careful of this stuff. You, you're you're asking for trouble. If you're trying to save money, please make sure that you use your head when you're looking for, to. if you're going to save money doing materials, okay? Because you'll buy them twice. Yeah, buy them twice. And again, don't buy... Don't buy something that may you think might work in place of what really should be bought. Like, for instance, you remember that story? We talked about it several weeks ago when I told you somebody had built a shed on the side of their home. <laughs> yeah. And they decided that they it was too expensive to buy plywood, so they bought particle board. Instead of the T-111. And yeah, instead of that. And then before you know it, guess what? It rained. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened? And because it all they did was paint it, it just doubled in size because it was like a sponge. There's a phrase for that which I love: is you get what you pay for. It's. I saw something on Facebook this morning. Is that it said run the other way when you see all the stupid people in the world? That's exactly right. Oh. Run the other way because all it's those only going to get you. all those deplorable people. <laughs> oh my God! All right, we have more. Come back. We've I thought got, it was despicable. No, uh, deplorable. Oh, okay. but we won't go there. That's another. That's coming in another week. That's right. That's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I can't wait yes, for that is. first presidential debate. Oh my oh, God! I thought you meant the uh, cartoon Despicable Me. No. <laughs> okay. All right, but we return. We have more. More FAQs coming your way and more from the mailbag with Blade. Don't go away. Thinking about remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Confused about which company to choose to supply and fabricate your new countertop? Let me make that choice simple for you. Papagno's Marble and Granite, a family-owned business and experts in their field, installing many types of products such as granite, marble, onyx, travertine, silestone, and much, much more. Their personalized service will help make sure that you have the right material choice for your next remodel. Their high-tech fabrication equipment on site will expedite the delivery and installation of your countertop. Give Papagno's a call today, 480-948-4282, or check them out on the web at papagnos.com. Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. 
Out of sight, out of mind. But what happens if the thing out of sight is hazardous to your health? I'm Danny Lifter with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about what you can do if you discover asbestos in your flooring right after this. Transform your kitchen or bathroom with a beautiful tiled backsplash all by yourself in as fast as one day with Simple Mat from Custom Building Products. Simple Mat is a unique double-sided adhesive mat designed to bond tiled backsplashes, countertops, and shower walls. No mixing of powder, no mess to clean up, and no waiting for the mortar to harden. Simply set the tile onto the mat, then grout. It's the quickest, easiest, cleanest way to install tile. Visit thesimplemat.com for more information. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. It was a common practice to use materials that contained asbestos in them in home construction prior to the mid to late 1970s. There are very specific guidelines for asbestos removal. However, according to the EPA, it is also perfectly safe to encapsulate the asbestos. For flooring, that means you can install directly over the old material as long as you don't disturb it. Ceramic or porcelain tile, stone, or a floating floor of any type would qualify. By encapsulating the asbestos without disturbing it, you have effectively removed any hazard. You can also pour a floor leveling compound on top of the old material in case the floor has any dips and divots. The key to safety is simply not to disturb it. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. From the mailbag. From the mailbag. Where did that music come from? I know, I remember. I can't remember what the name of that song that was. Think about it. Where did that come from? Do you remember, Dan? Do you recognize it? No, no. It's a sports anthem. Right. But I can't remember what year it was. What year was it? Was it back in the 70s? Uh, I think it popped up. I don't know for sure. I know who did it and what the name of it is, but I think it popped up really like 10 years ago, if if that. Really? So it's one of the most so, overused sports anthems in stadiums and sporting events. But it's called Zombie Nation or something. Zombie Nation? <laughs> okay. Done by Kerrcraft oh, okay. 400. Uh, okay. And That's so not... everybody sings it and it's overranked, but overrated, but we use it for our mailbag. Okay. <laughs> the zombies are checking in. The zombies are checking <laughs> Zombies that have homes too. That's right. There you go. All right. So next, next question here, uh, Mr. Blade. It's from Marcus in Mesa, and he says, Gentlemen, I hear you joking about our nation's president, but this question is for Dan. I want to know who you're going to vote for. <laughs> oh! Oh! Yeah, what are you, how are you going to dodge that or not? How are you going to dodge that, Dan? Dan, who are you going to vote for? Who am I going to vote for? I'm going yeah, go to paint uh, two faces on a uh, on a quarter, and I'm going to sit there and keep flipping until you know third third time is the charm. I just <laughs> there's I, this I, big it's just yeah. there's this big survey out about mo- nobody knows who to vote for, and they're going to save their decision for when the moment they step into the booth. Then they'll decide, kind of like, like Dan said, kind of like stepping in the bathroom, deciding what you're going to do. <laughs> 
Well, I always know what I'm going to do. Before <laughs> I, I think go to I know what I, I don't know about you. What I'm going to do? Yeah, well, it's going to be a one or a two. Well, uh, you're going to look at it that way. This is going to be a one or a two. See, I knew he wasn't. So gonna, you don't know what you're saying. I know really, he's right? not going to answer that question. Yeah, no, that's because he didn't know. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. It's just you know the and the other part is in Arizona they counted my vote anyway because you have to be a party affiliate affiliated. Okay, so they think they've got everything pre counted. I want to play with their numbers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mess with their numbers because <laughs> <laughs> they want to they want to pre count the game. Uh huh. He I'm also, going to change it last minute. It sounds like a nice dude here. He's, he's got a funny tone to his email, and he wants to know how your little doggy is that we've talked about on the show once or Oh, twice. Connie? Yes. She's doing great. In fact, she's showing some real personality that's fun, and she um, has really gotten close to the great-granddaughter. Mm-hmm. So doing better. Oh, much better, yeah. The granddaughter actually lays all over the dog, having a good time. You know, she's really ad- adopted quite well. So this one's from... Jay Satterfield. I don't know his first name. Jay, Jay Satterfield in Mesa. And his subject matter, Stephen, was take my word for it. He says, when I first met my contractor, he was very agreeable about doing everything exactly to my specifications. And he even suggested his own extra touches and upgrades. You know, but some of the details didn't make it into the contract agreement. Um, um, but figure it doesn't matter because it had such a clear verbal understanding. Right. What do I do now? I don't trust him. If it wasn't on paper, it never happened. <laughs> I know. He's a little it's extras exactly, are popping in left exactly. and right. Exactly. Well, again, you know, again, communication. Going back over that before you got started was really the, the key that's going to make that project w- roll on pretty well. Now, if they had a lot of discussions about these things, if there was... You know, if he said, well, there's a lot of these things that maybe the homeowner liked that he said. Okay. When he came down to go review the contract, did he just blindly sign the contract without reading it? Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. And he didn't go back and look at it. And then all those little extras that he talked about, now they're change orders. And that oh. means money. Oh. Because they're not gonna be they're not gonna be thrown in. They're not and it just if there were if there were discussions made, okay then those should have been notes or added on at the end and, and an addendum made originally or just rewrite the contract before he signs it so this way it's all included and then have him sign a contract. That's what he should have done. Communication yeah. and documentation. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's half the battle. Once that's done, then at least that's good because then there's accountability to the contractor to perform all the things that he put in the contract. The homeowner knows that he's going to get everything because it's it's written. It's written. There's, there's a hard copy. You know, unfortunately, a lot of times in today's, um, you know, world, you just you just can't go into somebody's house and do a handshake and say it's going to cost you $50,000 for a kitchen remodel and just let it go with that because there's no there's no details. you got to have details because you got to know because somebody could turn, easily turn around and say, hey, you know, this particular type of granite costs twice as much as the the regular stuff that I quoted, you know. And if there's no documentation or and no dialogue on paper, there's no way to to, to continue the dialogue, except verbally. And that's not going to cut it when it comes down because if there's a disagreement and it's not on paper, it's it's all over but the shouting. That's right. You know. So what about the 
you're going to need this and you're going to need this. You're going to need this that wasn't in the original contract. That happens sometimes when guys find out structural damage, right? Well, if there's stuff that they find out, you have to have the clause in there that says, you know, anything uncovered during the course of demolition that is going to impede the new design will be inspected, assessed, and quoted in addition to this contract. And then this way, there's no doubt. So then when you find it, here it is. And before you move on and continue, you've got to have that in the contract. So this way, you're you're covered. Well, what if you don't believe him? That's when you call Dan, right? Well, they, well then you call Dan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you call Dan and have Dan come in. If there's something there that you you don't quite believe, yeah. then if you want to get another inspector, you, you tell them, you tell the contractor that you're going to have, you know, uh, our Pink Panther come in and do periodic inspections during the course of the remodel project. That's right. That actually could be money release times to have have a third party come in, inspect, review, and release. Yeah, exactly. So those are, those are things to, to definitely go through and consider. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's just all, it's all a question of checks and balances. So for your email questions to home improvement Image Home Improvement University, <laughs> Steve and Dan, where would they write to besides getting you on Facebook? Oh, well, that's easy enough. You could always email us at steve at imagehomeimprovement.com. And that's steve at imagehomeimprovement.com. And um, send us your questions. And we'll definitely get them on the air and share them with all our listeners so that this way we have, uh, as we say, uh, IHIU. I-H-I-U. I-H-I-U. Image University. There you go. New name of the show if you ever decide to change the name of it. I-H-I-U. Hey, what's a good paint, you know, for an old-style 1970s home that you would suggest? And what would you look at? What's the first thing you need to know about that? Are you that? saying the type of paint you know, or the uh, color? No, not the color. The type of paint. You know, get for an old, exterior? Old wooden exterior? home. Exterior? Yeah, for exterior. For exterior. You know, old wooden home with wooden planks that are kind of rotting a little bit and... You know, and then coming up at the bottom because of the uh, moisture that's uh, well. You know, really, the, the first thing before you even begin to think about that is you've got to do a lead test. Right, you got to do right, a lead right, test. Right, Any right, house right. pre nineteen seventy eight, you need to do a lead test, and that's easy enough. You could either have a professional come in and do it. Dan could come in and do it for you, or if you'd like, you could actually go to any one of the big box stores and go to the paint department. They have lead test kits there. And it, they're, it's very easy to do. What do they run, lead test kit? They're like nine bucks a piece. Yeah. And then you also have, you get two test kits in that nine bucks. And it's real simple. Look at the instructions. But basically what you could do is they have a tube, okay, that you actually snap both ends, which is just squeeze it. it. Picture like a cigarette. And you squeeze each end, okay? That allows the material to actually flow through there. And you squeeze it out. And it comes out, it's yellow. And you put it on the affected area. And now if it changes color and becomes like orange or red, okay? I'm sure, no, I'm sorry, red or pink. Yeah, red or pink. Red or pink, then it shows that there's lead there. And therefore, you've got to do something to, before you even get started, because you're going to put, the top coat's going to be latex no matter what. Uh-huh. But you, if you've That's got, considered encapsulated. Right, you have to encapsulate what's there which they have plenty, a lot of the paint manufacturers have all kinds of material to actually go back in and seal up. You could spray the house once you do everything, seal it up so this way 
everything that the lead and everything is, you don't take it off. It's just because it's too labor intensive and cost ineffective to do. You just encapsulate it and then recoat it with your current type latex and the color of your choice. I see. I see. And and uh, so if there's no lead, if there's no lead, you don't have any problem. You just, then you just go back and you have start a, swishing. You have yeah. a lot of good. You do you do the prep work. You do whatever you need to do, and you have a lot of good uh, base primers to actually go back in and coat the entire home, mm-hmm. and then go back and put the finish coat on. And so, what are the chances of a home, say pre seventy eight, of having lead in its paint? What do you think, 50-50? I mean, is well, it probably most it likely? it depends. Or? If the house was built in the 70s, there's a chance it, that the base coat could be lead. But if it's if, if if you go back and check and say, like, some of these other stuff that we saw down in Tucson, some of the older homes that were made maybe in the 50s and 60s, well, some of that, depending on what it was, painted block, you know, and some of those homes actually were built it with slump block. And they painted the outside and the inside with lead-based paint. So you've got to be you've got to be careful how that is. And, and if you di- I say if you dis- disturb more than six square feet of that material, then you've got then you've got to deal no. with containment. Yeah, abatement issues yeah. and protocols and all of that stuff that the government will want to know about. Yes, and you've got to document it for sure. Yeah. Otherwise, it could come back to haunt you. All right, when we return, more home improvement information and just, you know, just our way of giving back to all of our listeners. And I guess, I guess, Blade, we can call this IHIU Day. Image Home Improvement U. There you go. There you go. All right, we'll be right back. Good morning, honey. It's the weekend, and you know I have a long list of things that need to be done around the house. You know, some of them are a little bit complicated. Do you think you can handle the list? Sure, honey, no problem. You know I've been doing repairs around the house for years. I know, but sometimes you could be dangerous with tools. Remember the time you tried to change the water heater and put in a new one? That was the great flood of 2015. I don't want that disaster to ever happen again at our house. Maybe we should start listening to that contractor who's on the radio, Steve Dubell. He has a show called Image Home Improvement Live. Well, I don't know everything about our home, so maybe a little education can do us both good. Where can we find the show? Every Saturday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Get your weekly dose of home improvement every Saturday morning on StarWorldWideNetworks.com. Don't be a homeowner who's dangerous with tools. Call in with your questions. 480-421-0640. How many times have you had a plumbing emergency and didn't know who to call? When small problems become big emergencies, you need to call the experts at Curry Plumbing, a family-owned business with 25 years' experience. No job is too small or too large, and the work gets done right the first time, every time. Services include repair and replacement of leaky faucets, broken garbage disposals, water heaters, water softeners, and much more. Curry Plumbing should be your choice for all your plumbing needs. Give them a call today, 623-587-0234. Or check them out on the web, curryplumbing.com. Tired of doing the same job over and over? I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about a permanent fix for one of those everyday annoyances around the house right after this. Beautify your outdoor living spaces with Pavestone's elegant collection of pavers, retaining walls, patio stones, and edging. 
Pavestone's easy-do-it-yourself products have a unique way of transforming landscapes into beautiful dreamscapes. Discover how you can enhance your outdoor living spaces with attractive and durable interlocking patio stones, driveway pavers, steps, retaining walls, pathway edging, fire pits, and planters by visiting pavestone.com. When the screws that hold a door hinge in place get loose, you notice it pretty quickly. The door rattles and it doesn't close the way it should. So you break out a screwdriver and you fix the problem you think. But because these screws are holding the weight of the door, they're under an awful lot of tension. And it's not uncommon for them to wallow out the wood they're driven into until they won't stay tight. Try this. Remove the screw completely and squirt just a little wood glue into the hole. Then insert a wooden toothpick or two. When they hit the bottom, you can simply snap them off flush. Now when you reinsert the screw, it'll have something to bite into as you drive it in place and you'll have one less chore on your to-do list. I'm Danny Lipford with tips for today's homeowner. Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. My fellow Americans, as we face unprecedented economic struggles, I want to offer a handout to the homeowners of Phoenix. Not a monetary handout. Those are for giant corporations who mismanage themselves to the brink of extinction. To the homeowners of Phoenix, I want to offer this handout of advice. You're screwed and you're on your own. So do yourself a favor and tune into Image Home Improvement Live with Steve Dubell every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Hey, Bo, Bo, get, hey, get, get off my leg. Hey, stop it, you dumb mutt. <laughs> what's going to happen in December? We won't use that anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going to happen. We have to come up with a new one, aren't we? We come up with a new one. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Depending on who's going to win, we'll that's figure right. it out who's going to be. Actually, you know, one of the people I would love to have on the show, just, just for an entertainment value, is Frank Caliendo. I think he is just, he, I, and I'm sure he could do... I'm sure he could do a probably do a good Donald. I don't know. I haven't heard him do it, but I don't know if he could do a Hillary. Yeah, we haven't heard that yet. You know. Oh. You know. But then on the other hand, we also have our other our other friend of the show, as we say, you know, our Fots. Yes. You know, you know, our Fots who yep. who does uh, something like this. So, Mr. President, I hear Hillary's poll numbers are very high. Yes, and actually, so are her supporters. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, that's our that's our uh, former president. And friend of the show, you know, he actually, one of the things that he hasn't bugged me about lately is, you know, his, his does, clapper. Uh, does he still have the clapper uh, issue? You know, uh, it depends. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to go there because that could be another, hey, you know, he, you know, but, you know, if you ever get a, if you ever get a, um, a question in the mailbag about the clapper. You know, oh, yeah, you know who it's That from. was before my time. You know, it's be- <laughs> before your time? It is. No, it wasn't. No, not yes, the it clapper is. itself, but the clapper on the show. I've never heard any reference to the clapper on the show. Oh, I've only oh, been here a year. Okay. You, haven't, you haven't heard when the president called in? He was, he was upset because he told me that his clapper wasn't working that I installed in his home. Clap on. <laughs> there you Clap go. On. 
Clapper. That's right. Oh, boy. I mean, that's, you hey, know, Christmas is getting close. Christmas Don't worry. is getting close. Before <laughs> you know it, you get to see all those little things that you could buy. And, and you know, it never fails. Wherever you see, like when holiday season comes around, do you ever notice where all those things come from? Like Connecticut? They all come from a Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Every place has got a Connecticut address on oh, yeah. it. I don't know what it is. They all, they all, everything emanates out of Connecticut. Is that the same place? The same place where all the Samsung sevens were made and they're all burning up. I don't know. You know, that's really strange. You know, that's the one thing you, know, you got to be, be careful about. Now, there are, from what I understand, the last thing I heard, there are some fixes for it. So obviously, yeah, you, take if, the battery out. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I would, I would just go back and make sure it be careful because you know. You know, think about that. Think about something. If if it catches fire, and it's near something that's really going to go up, and there goes your house, okay. or your car, like that. Or one your guy. car. Yeah, yeah. The guy's car went up. So I mean, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. You, these things you got to be. Careful. And who would think that your cell phone would just like all of a sudden catch fire? God, what what? I mean, I thought maybe you had a lot of hot contacts in your phone, but that's oh, that's <laughs> a little Uh-oh. ridiculous. You know? Yeah. You know, but you know, but you know, or a couple of texts that just were wow, wow, <laughs> yes, yeah. right. there you go. Yeah, Homer's back on the right track now. Thanks, <laughs> thank you, Homer. Appreciate that. It's past. It's almost ten o'clock. He's almost ready. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so, um, but getting back to some of the other things that we were talking about earlier, you know, again, it's it's being home smart, and that doesn't mean I'm not talking about the company now. Being home smart. <laughs> about everything that has to do with your home. You know, uh, we were talking to somebody earlier this week about, you know, they were dealing with a rental property that actually had some uh, slab shift because they had, you know, expansive soil. These are things that you've got to be careful of. If you, one thing, depending, especially if you live here in Phoenix or in in somewhere in Maricopa County, where there are certain areas around, especially in the East Valley, that are prone to expansive soil. And then for their, the slab isn't going to be steady, so to speak, or solid, and water will actually erode some areas underneath. And before you know it, you, the house starts to do like you would do if your boat starts to list. That's right. And then before you know it, it cracks. And then, you, you know, it's, it's, first it's a cosmetic issue. But then if it continues to happen and gets worse, then you've got a big problem. And you've got to call in a foundation expert to come in. I mean, Dan, what was the worst uh, slab shift that you have ever um, lasered? Well, it was currently about six and a half inches at one corner. Oh, you think about that. That's that's a lot of movement. That's significant. Six and a half inches. That's How right. old was the home? I was uh, 57. Oh, 1957? Yeah. And it's, Yikes. But we don't know how long it was for that to... Uh, for how long did that six inches or so take to to go well, get that bad? Fortunately, I got a good shot of uh, of of the most of it, and you can see where it snapped. And they've been compensating the wall for years by moving the outlet up just a little bit. No way! Every couple of years. No way! Just by extending the wires in the outlet, just moved it up a little bit. So just a basic band aid, huh? But, so it's, but so that it's wasn't even a fix. That wasn't even a fix. Yeah. And then they added a roof over and a house over and all sorts of stuff to try to hide that six inches. It's kind of like putting on a big shirt <laughs> to hide your your, your, yeah. your 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 tummy slab shift. That's right. 
<laughs> you ain't fooling nobody that's with why, that big shirt. Omar's my good friend. Omar, yeah. Omar, Omar, the, the Omar. tent maker. The tent maker. Oh yeah. my! There's God. a couple of couple of good questions a guy asked. He wrote in from Mesa. We can talk about it in a sec if you want, Stephen. It's sure. just good questions you ask your contractor, your prospective contractor. Good questions to ask them. Okay, I've got one. I've got one that I, you know I I've had asked of me uh, in the course of thinking about. You know, especially in this summer when we have this our intensity. Oh, that's a good one too. Is what questions people ask you as a right. prospective contractor? Yeah, exactly. You get stuff like, for instance, like it's, you know, Dan. Okay, they're gonna let Dan answer this. Okay, can my home be too airtight? Yes. And why is that? Because if you make it too air, if you make it too tight, it won't be able to breathe. The moisture won't get out, and you'll start mold and all sorts of other issues. That's you, right. You it, can't keep that mold out, man. No, and then you've got to keep a balance of air, at least seventy to eighty cfm's an hour moving through a house. And one of the things that actually um, is is important, and people do, you know, when they have a paranoia about bugs, when you if you don't have oh. a, a company that comes in that knows what they're doing to seal your house up, they could literally seal up the weep screed breathing holes in the bottom of your stucco that are attached to your stem wall. And that actually allows, there's holes under there that allow the wall to breathe. And instead of sealing up the the bottom part of the weave screed to the stem, to the stem wall, they actually close up everything. There's a hole underneath. And before you know it, if the house can't breathe, moisture in the wall gets trapped. And then you have that ugly four letter word. Come into play. Wow, that's mold good. again. Mm, that's, that's good. Right. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, so you got to be careful about that. Yes, it can't be or- too airtight. So you got to let your house breathe. That's right. All right. When we come back, we've got uh, a couple of more questions from the mailbag and uh, all your input right here on Image Home Improvement Live. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Stardust Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double Wide Network. Have you been looking for information on your home improvement project? Maybe you've been seeking the right contractor for your remodel work. Don't know which way to turn? Image Home Improvement Live has all those answers and more. You can always catch this contractor doing great work and sharing the best in home improvement information. Remember, Image Home Improvement Live, Saturdays from 8 to 10 on the Double Wide Network. Your answer to all your home improvement needs in the digital age. Hi, I'm John Weisbart, co-host of FYI Network's hit TV show, Tiny House Nation. Now, people all over the country are downsizing, and tiny homes are all the big rage. But remember, even tiny homes need repairs, and left unattended, those tiny problems become big problems. Don't let that happen to you. Know what makes your home tick. Listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live, Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. 
All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here on uh, Star Worldwide Networks. And, uh, Dan, some really good information about that. I mean, I know Dan can actually find, as we said in the past, and for those of you who are new listeners, if you need a uh, home inspector that can sniff out mold, <laughs> Dan could surely do that. Walk me in the front door and watch me drop. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, he's a mold sniffing dog, is what he is. I well, mean, well, well, no, he's a mold sniffing panther. Yeah, Ooh. panther. Yeah, because we he call is. him the we call him the pink panther because of the he's a sleuth Actually, when it comes to now. home stuff. <laughs> You know, so, I mean, that's just, that's right. You know, some people are allergic to it or whatever and have this affinity to it, and they can tell right away when there's mold. Oh, that's, I can. That's Dan. That's Dan. I can. Yeah. I can walk in. It's like, oh, geez, who hit me in the head with yeah. a hammer? It's wow. that bad. I wonder if I have any mold because it doesn't seem to affect me. You can have what I know, what, is it obvious? It's that musty, mildewy smell. Yeah, I don't know. There's none of that in my home, so, uh, you know. You'd be surprised where it lives. If you really want to see where mold is in every home, Look in your toilet tank. That black stuff mm-hmm. is mildew. Oh, that, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or another spot that you oh, will actually, another spot that you actually will see um, mold is, for instance, if you have a shower that doesn't have a shower door, or maybe even if it, or uh, even if it does, and you know how you always see, seem to see their water hits that corner on the opposite end if this. Where the if the uh, one wall has the spigot on one side and it aims the other way, as you get out, you always see a little bit of decay on the wall because the water is getting through. Either, especially, it's known when you have shower curtains. Shower curtains are notorious because the water never keeps it in right at the end, and it goes outside and wets the wall. And what we've got a home that we're actually repainting right now, where the the wall has been damaged and the baseboard has got to go. I mean, and you could tell it's been it's been waterlogged, and there are areas on the tile that she needs to clean because they look a little bit on the dark side. Yeah, you know, not gonna say they're mold, but they look like they're dark. The mildew is getting the mildew's getting there. Yep. All right, more from the mailbag, and uh, Blade just full of them today. Stephen. With a PH. Are you yes. a V or a PH? PH. That's the classy way of saying Stephen. <laughs> this Always. One, this one is a PH also, but he, from Cave Creek, my air conditioning bills are huge. At least my power bills are huge, and I have a swamp cooler. But I always hear my swamp cooler working, so it seems to be working, but my house is still hot. So I want to look into checking out my air conditioner. What's the first thing I should look for to see if it's still functioning properly? Well, one of the things that you do is you'd have to check and see when it was the last time it was serviced. And probably, if he's asking that question, it probably wasn't serviced this year mm-hmm. or probably for a very long time, you know. And uh, I think I've had, the, I've had that issue, too, where it's running and, you know, and you can check the thermostat and see what the temperature gauges. It's running and it's got, you know. Well, again. You, but, it, but it's still hot. I mean, you could talk to. Larry from Quality Systems, one of our great sponsors here on the show, will tell you that if you don't get it checked, these are things that need to be tuned up. And there's right. certain things that need to be checked, things wear out, yep. things start running. And one of the things that is notorious 
for having things work harder, obviously, is if you're low on Freon. If you're low on, on, that, on that refrigerant, I don't care w- whether it's the old kind, new kind, or whatever, that it's going to take – those units are going to run longer. <laughs> I see, I didn't even know. Like cars, I didn't even know home air conditioners had Freon in them or whatever. Come on now. <laughs> How do you think they stay cool? I, I had no idea. Oh, know, well, that's why I'm here. There's a little guy inside the engine compartment blowing cold air. <laughs> you know, for all I know, that could actually be true. But is it? Do those swamp coolers, is, if they are well maintained, last forever, or is it a good idea to upgrade at some point or another for your home? <clears throat> well, with what's going on, they work for a very a smaller period now. They work great, but they work at a smaller period because the percentile of humidity is at fifty-five percent. And if we go to that 55% uh, percent, you know, get that percentile right there, the evap cooler doesn't work. <clears throat> and then when we have, um, you know, when we're in air conditioning, we got to make sure that the AC and the evap are not fighting each other. Got to make sure if you've got, like we had the old cookie sheet you shove in and then you turn on the air conditioner, make sure it's not been rusted away. Because I've seen some of the old units where you put the slide that sheet in to divert the air for the air conditioner, and there's right, nothing because there. Right, because the same ductwork is used for both. In that particular situation, that's what Dan's talking about. You literally, when you go to use the air conditioner, you actually take and slide this. It's it's almost like if you picture like a, a square tube and you slide a, a cookie sheet in, it blocks the opening. So it it allows the air for the air conditioner to actually cool the house and it doesn't interfere with and keeps the uh, the uh, evaporative cooler section sealed off from it. So this way you have some kind of you know semblance and order in the way the air is blowing and it's all blowing. Don't forget, if you have a vap cooler, it's it's you know cool or air, but it's it's got moisture in it. That's what makes it cool. And if you're uh, you know, if, if that's something that affect that's, again, something that could affect your house, uh, your health. A lot of people can't take that type of air because it affects them physically from a health standpoint. So that's yeah, why. That's why they need somebody like Larry to go out and double check to see how the ducting is set. That's right. Because if the ducting is either deteriorated or they haven't had the, uh, the, the crossover devices put in properly, you're going to have an enormous bill. Right. It's, yeah. Well, he also asks here, if I decide to upgrade to a whole new air conditioning system, how long can I expect my home to be out of commission? So I guess how long I guess how long would it take for somebody to replace their air conditioning it system? It could be done. It could, the whole thing could be done in one day. Is that yeah. right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, basically a day. To take off the old unit. You Meaning have, what, like nine hours, you mean, or like 24 hours? No, no. Depends I mean, what? during the course of a business day. Okay. You're out there at 7. In fact, it may be up at, you know, you have it up there. If if it's a, if it's there's a not a lot of major remodeling and it's just to take... Say, take the unit off your roof, maybe take put a new stand down there, put a new stand and anchor it to the roof, put the new unit on top. And the new elbow. Yeah, new elbow to hook up to the ductwork that's going inside your attic. Mm-hmm. Then everything, it should be up and running and sealed and then uh, tested, you know, within eight hours for sure. To get. But, but, to- but they're going to start early because they actually want to be able to go back and and get an early start, especially with this heat. Yeah. Now, now is you know to, to be honest with you, now that it's starting to get cooler between now, in September and next few months, is probably a great a great time for you to plan on as the weather gets cooler to actually go back in and consider, 
you know, replacing your air conditioner. And you say, well, why might that? Why would that be, Steve? Because I don't need it. Well, guess what? It's the air conditioning off season, so that if you're going to have a, a unit that needs to be replaced, now's the time to do it because prices are the highest during the summer because that's when most of the demand is. And availability must be yeah. better in the winter. Yeah, I mean, you could you hear? I mean, I started hearing ads on the uh, radio this week that mm-hmm. companies are giving discounts now uh-huh. because. They want to be able to keep moving units through because they want to be able to make money. So their profit margin may not be as so big, but they're still moving units. They're still keeping people employed. That's and right. you're going to get a great deal. That's right. There's no other way to dis- Also wants to know, should he get two air conditioning units? One in case it breaks down in the, you know, 118 degrees of summertime? Unless he has, like, really, really deep pockets. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, don't some people? I think Ed does. Yeah. He has two because he's well, got a kind of a large house. Well, I if guess. you have a large house, yes, it does. It, yeah. yeah Most, two zones. Yeah. yeah. The two zones, then it would probably pay because when they were put in originally, they were put in at the same time. Now, if one broke and you need to replace it, yeah, I would strongly consider doing a match set. Because the other one probably can't be <laughs> his, too far behind. Uh, his and hers. <laughs> yeah, it can't be too far behind. Well, yeah. So, but now if it's a question of money, well, you know, then it's it's a question of well, I can only afford to do one now, but at least you know that the other one's gonna you're gonna have to do something with the other one as soon as you can. Mm-hmm. You know, and most of these companies have ways to actually help you finance these units, much like you know, uh, like Keiko Roofing. Actually, they have ways of going back and. Uh, supplying you with financing to do a roof, to, to do a new roof on your home. Uh, the cost aside from having two units, is it more expensive for your SRP bill at the end of the month with two units? Well, it depends. If you have two units originally, I mean, you're used to what they're paying. If you get new units, the bill could literally possibly go down if they're more efficient. And you use the right type of thermostats. Right. If you have them nested. And put together so they share, you know, the common temperature and then have the cool down period, the off period, and then, the, you know, the start back in period. Oh, no, you got to configure thermostats now. Oh, boy. oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, shoot, that's, yeah. that's what Larry does. Yeah, I would I wouldn't I would I would let him come in and make sure everything works right. Don't take don't don't just go to the big box store and just buy any old thermostat based on what the guy in the aisle tells you to do. Yeah, no, and no. then go back and mess with it. And then before you know it, you got big time problems. Mm-hmm. You, you it's just blown, like, it's you could burn out wiring up there yeah. in the unit. It's just like going, it's just like going through, uh, uh, you know, buying other things like a garage door opener. It's the same thing. If you're not familiar uh-huh. with this stuff, you don't even mess with it. Mm-hmm. It's not worth your time. It's not worth the brain damage that you're going to get by trying to do it yourself. And you're going to call a professional anyway. So, listen, be smart. Make the phone call now just and be done with it. It gets done faster, quicker, peace of mind. And that peace of mind, even though you had to spend the money for the professional, is well worth the effort. So, And here's another tip about the electricity itself. Since we're coming into the fall segment, it uh, the rates change and the peak times change also. Make sure you're still aligned for the highs and lows, the peaks and the valleys of your electric uh, draw on your house, keep it aligned with it because it changes throughout the year of when, when the, the peaks and valleys show up on your bill. Mm-hmm. And now we, we have to keep tuning it. And then <clears throat> I know both of the big power companies here have websites that really help you track that <clears throat> and, know, <clears throat> excuse me, and know when you actually need to, you know, 
tune in, tune out for your AC unit. Uh, Darcy asked this. Is I thought it was interesting, too, because she said it's very important to figure out from your contractor right from the get-go what type of communication device you will be using and how will be, you'll be getting in touch with me and how will we communicate. Because uh, you don't know. You don't ever know, right? Well, you never know because a lot of people— I know. You use phone mostly, Steve. I use, yeah. I use his, phone, yeah, his, phone flip phone, his flip phone communicator. No, 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 no. <laughs> that flip phone went out back when the Motorola Razor, when I had to give that up, oh, how many years ago? Actually, I gave that up right when we started doing television in 2009, and it was like the, it was the most traumatic thing I think I've ever gone through up to that point because I was like, I tried BlackBerry, I tried other phones— and the people over at T-Mobile were ready to probably throw me out in the field and let me burn up because <laughs> because it, I I couldn't deal I couldn't deal with it till finally I hit on my uh, my Samsung and I've had two Samsung phones since then that are smartphones which I'm I'm quite happy with yeah so what yeah I've got. so text message text message and phone are probably the best but any other um, things that you would like uh, to communicate maybe to maybe send those change orders after you've discussed them on the phone, use email. So email, I always make sure I always have, you know, I have three, those three ways to communicate. So that this way there's no doubt. And, and plus at the same time too, text, text messages are, are permanent things that you can actually keep to actually substantiate something that you talked about. Mm-hmm. And in case somebody has amnesia and be able to go back and do that, or you know, also emails. You get copies of emails. That's important, too. Do you pay attention to them? And should you, is a good practice to pay attention to them after, say, 6, six o'clock at night? Because I know it's the way the world is. You get them at 3, 4 in the morning sometimes, I Sometimes think. you get them, yeah. And sometimes, like, for me, for instance, sometimes I may not get I may not get home till 5 or 6, but yet there's some things I need to check and maybe answer. So, yeah, I mean, I've no, I know homeowners, and they answer. I've had people answer text messages 10, 11 o'clock at night sometimes if I'm if I'm up I see text messages come in for a project that I'm dealing with so it's there's no more bankers hours anymore are no, there? no you can forget that it's That's like a thing you know, in the, past. the only thing though that I that I that I try and adhere to is um, not so much on Saturday but Sunday Sunday's got to be a day of unplugged you got to unplug for at least mm-hmm. one day so you can watch the nfl or you could watch another star trek marathon <laughs> no you there can. you go you know, there, there you go, go. there's <laughs> another weekend another weekend of bbc america this weekend <laughs> that's right okay that's right. Hey, go go find your favorite romulan what part <laughs> harcourt fenton <laughs> <laughs> all right we want to remind everybody we want to thank you for listening to the program as we do every weekend we want to remind you if you ever ever thought of not listening to this program time for a little next generation resistance is futile we'll see you next week you're a great american i love you